Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to be here. So this episode, I'm going to be sharing some subtle cues that someone may be emotionally immature. Now, why I think this is such an important topic is because sometimes we get into relationships, whether they're business partnerships or intimate relationships, and everything is going fine. And all of a sudden, big conflicts arise and you realize, oh my gosh, this person is just so immature and has low emotional intelligence. And you wonder why you didn't pick things up earlier. Um, So this is what this episode is going to do. It's going to help you find those subtle cues and those indicators that someone might be emotionally immature. So why is this a problem? Well, because people who are emotionally immature are just hard to deal with. You kind of have to bend over backwards to make them happy because they don't have control over their emotions and it kind of manifests and plays out in different ways. So let's get started. Number one, super obvious, a poor listener. Okay. Sometimes we confuse this in relationship as like a dominant man, like, oh, he's like dominant. He has posture. No, a poor listener is a poor listener. A poor listener is someone who is emotionally immature. So if he's cutting you off, this goes just not just for um, intimate relationships, business partnerships. It's one thing to be excited and it's another thing to not be able to let the other person speak. So this person doesn't listen well, is clearly not actively listening, and they're not able to really connect with people who disagree with them. Number two. They're unaware of their personal bias and demonstrate what is called effective realism. And that means that things are as they feel at that moment, meaning they're emotional. So how they feel in that moment is going to dictate how they treat you. It's going to dictate their view of the world. And just understand that we actually all have that bias, okay? We all have personal biases. For example, if you wake up in a happy mood, you can appreciate things more. But if you wake up feeling kind of down, you see the world from that viewpoint. So we have to understand that the way we see the world is not as it is, but as we are in our emotional state at that moment. Someone who is emotionally immature, it's just like, not that's the reality of it. They can't understand that their own emotions that are happening inside of their body are actually affecting the way that they are seeing the world. Number three, this is a big one. They defend what is familiar because complexity is overwhelming. 
okay? So when someone is emotionally immature, it's because with complexity, there's a degree of uncertainty with our emotions. Like if the world is changing so quick and fast around me and I can't manage it, it's not the fact that I can't manage it. It's And it's never about the external world. It's always about our internal world. It's because the external chaos is triggering the internal chaos. Because if someone was emotionally mature, if they had a high level of emotional intelligence, if they were grounded and they were at peace and they were powerful, yes, they may look at the crazy world around them and all the complexity that's happening and be like, ooh, that's complex, that's hard to deal with, but it's not going to be triggering like it would be for someone who is emotionally immature. So they want to defend how things are. So people who are emotionally immature tend to really resist change in an organization, not based on principle, like they don't believe in the change, but they fight the change because they don't like change, period. They're comfortable with the way that things have happened and they're just not willing to deal with the change. And so they will criticize the change and It might have some merit to it, but it's not because they actually even believe in the point, but it's because they don't want to navigate the complexity because they have a low level of self-trust. They have a low level of self-regulation. And the truth is they are overwhelmed. They are overwhelmed. They fall into a victim pattern. So it's easier for them to pretend like what is happening now is the best option than to deal with the uncertainty that change brings. Okay, number four. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uses superficial logic to shut down other people's feelings. Okay, so they might say things like, you shouldn't feel like that because. So... I mean, there's two parts to this because they're using superficial logic, so it's not even logical, but the fact that they're shutting anybody's feelings down, it's not anyone that has a level of emotional intelligence knows that they can't shut other people's emotions down, that it's not their place to do that, that there's a complete lack of empathy to shut down how someone else feels. Look, I'm going to take whatever action I need to take regardless of how you feel about it. I'm not going to be responsible for how you feel about how I do something, but I'm also not going to tell you not to feel like that. You are valid in your feelings. So this happens in the business world and this really happens a lot in relationships as well. And that's another form of gaslighting where they tell you like, you're not justified in feeling like you're crazy. You shouldn't feel like this because rather than being emotionally mature and meeting that person where they are and allowing them to feel how they're feeling and asking questions to understand better so that you can meet that person where they are. And number five, this is a big one and it's a big red flag is if they dismiss or scoff at personal growth. This is more than someone who doesn't like to read personal development books because they prefer to read a different genre. This is someone who doesn't like personal development or the concept of personal growth, period, because they believe 
They're fine as they are. And that really indicates a lack of self-awareness because we all have room for growth. And especially if we want to have a great relationship, whether we want a thriving business, we all need to keep growing. I often talk about the concept of becoming a bigger vessel. You need to become a bigger vessel so that you can handle more. You know, I really don't like the excuse like my plate is so full. Get a bigger plate. You getting a bigger plate, you becoming a bigger plate, you becoming a bigger vessel all comes down to your personal development. So it's a sign of emotional immaturity when someone can't recognize that. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.